Good morning, Virgin. And can we turn to John chapter 20, briefly? It's John chapter 20, it's the Gospel of John chapter 20. This morning we've been singing a lot of the love of the Lord, and also some of our hymns mentioned the, His pierced side, of us being close to His side. Uh, as we read uh, in this chapter, we'll see that we serve a living Savior. As we have remembered Him in His death this morning, as He has access to. But that wasn't the end of it. He rose on the third day, as we all know. And in John chapter 20, will remind us of this. The verse 1, it says, the first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene leaned to early when it was yet dark unto the sepulchre and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Verse 2 Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter and to the other disciples whom Jesus loved and said unto them they have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they have laid him. Peter therefore went forth and that other disciple and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together and the other disciple did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulchre. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying, yet went he not in. Then cometh Simon Peter following him, and went into the sepulchre, and said, The linen clothes lie, and then, and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Verse 8. Then went in also that other disciple which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed. For as they yet knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. Verse 11. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre i guess she stood alone at the sepulchre weeping as she wept she stopped she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre and seeth two angels in white sitting two angels in white sitting the one at the head and the other at the feet where the body of jesus had lain and they say unto her, Woman, why, why weepest thou? She said unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? 
she's supposing him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary, she turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which is the same master. Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and said unto them, and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father, and unto my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples she had, what she had seen. Sorry, I'll read that again. Verse 18. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Then the disciples, then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for the fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. Verse 20. And when he had, when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Verse 21. Then said Jesus unto them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father had sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And those whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. We still read on. It's a whole lot. Verse 24. But Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print into sorry I read that again that's not my right glasses okay okay as unless except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side I will not believe verse 26 and after eight days, again his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust into my side. And he, and be not of faithless, but believing. And Thomas said on, Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Verse 29, your final verse for now. 
Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. This is the word of the Lord. We see here the reality that the Lord Jesus is risen in the flesh. Not a spirit, as we often think, but he was risen in the flesh. He was seen of and he was handled by his disciples. But there are a couple of things I want to point out here. If you notice, there was um, Thomas who was missing from the meeting one week. I just want to say something briefly about that missing. You never know when your blessings are going to come and when you're going to be tremendously impressed by the Spirit of God when we are together because the Lord does bless together and he does bless individually this day there was a blessing for the congregation for the saints and he came to his own and can you imagine how bad Thomas felt when he wasn't realized he wasn't there to see but then he wasn't believing he was still fearful because they have seen them bury his Lord and he thought that was the end of it but he rose and he came to his own to bring that assurance to his own because he must have known how distraught they were and how scattered and they thought that was the end of it you know but he came to his own and he showed himself he came through the doors when they were shut a morning just like this well it was the evening they were worshiping but just a setting like this i'm assuming and he came through the door without opening the door. That must have been a scary thing for the whoever was there. But he showed himself in the flesh. Now, he, Jesus wasn't there when they were telling, relaying the message to, to Thomas. Because it was after meeting, of course, and he had left. So when the other disciples told Thomas that the Lord was there, they have seen him. And he made his request. He said, this is the only reason I would believe you. I have to see the wounds. I have to touch them by myself before I can believe. But the Lord knew. He knows all things. So the next week, eight days after, the second week, they were back again. First day of the week. Remembering the Lord as they were supposed to. And there comes the Lord to help Thomas just to reassure Thomas also shows me that the Lord does take note of singular requests he does take care of every individual he does he's concerned of our individual condition and our thoughts there are times when he does things for one person and all benefits at times when he does things collectively. So Thomas realizing he's seen the Lord, then his request was made. The Lord asked him to. He didn't have to ask the Lord again. The Lord knew what he wanted to get from one step to the next. Because where he was, he was doubtful. But he knew, knew what Thomas needed to be reassured. And he said, Thomas, 
go ahead, touch the wounds, put your hand in my side. And then, you know, it, it could have gone both ways. He could, could have done it and he says, still be doubtful. But realizing that, you know, it was the Lord, he said, my Lord and my God. That's a worshiping attitude when we have come in contact and realization that Jesus is the Lord. He deserves worship. He deserves praise. Now, we have all come in contact with the Lord at some point. Now, the thing is, do we flee away from him or do we run to him? One day in each life, regardless of your condition, your situation, you will come in contact with the Lord in a day to come. If you haven't already, you either accept him as Lord and Savior or later you run away for now and then you come back to see him as your judge. It will happen. There's no doubt about it. There are other things that God has set up. It's there and it doesn't change, no matter what. Our minds can change as much as we want, but the things of the Lord doesn't change. So I hope and trust this morning today that when we come to the realization of the Christ, the Lord, the one who died for us, the one who died and rose for us, our attitude to him might be an attitude of worship and praise. So we trust this morning that our hearts have been encouraged as saints who are waiting for the Lord and trust that this is one day less to his coming. Yet in this scene, we can be encouraged to know that he's ours, he's our Lord and he's our God. He lives for us. He died for us. He rose for us. And now he lives for us. He's in the heavens, seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us even now. And you know, sometimes we might look around and um, things are happening in the, in the world here. People are in turmoil. We think of Ukraine right now, the Russian people, and all the surrounding neighbors who have relatives and friends and, you know, associates, business associates in that area. For them, it's a dark day. These are dark days. But the Lord is still reachable and he still can reach anyone, anywhere. So no matter what situation you are in and the place you are, God can reach you there. So you got to reach out. Like Thomas, he could have said nothing when they said, you know, you could just say, I don't believe. I don't believe he did. But he made a request. So he had a, a desire to know for sure. And he said it. And then the Lord met his desire. And he was convinced. And he become closer to the Lord. You know, there's no closer you can be but with your hand in someone's wound in the side. There's no closer you can get. But he felt those wounds and he knew they were real and believe it or not there's a verse I think it's in Jeremiah that says they shall look upon him whom they have pierced and another one that says they, then shall he be asked what are those wounds in thy hands and he's going to say 
These are the wounds I received in the house of my friends. So the wounds are real and they will be forever real because that's how our redemption came about. These wounds which were received while the Lord was made as a living sacrifice for all mankind. So I trust we will consider these things and that it should draw us a little closer to our dear Lord and our Savior. Have a blessed day and can we just look to the Lord in prayer? Father in God, we thank thee for thy great love for us. We thank thee for today, another day in this scene where we can come together and experience once more the love and care of thy beloved son, the one whom thou sent down from heaven into this sin-cursed earth, the one who was made a sacrifice for our sins, the wounds that he received on our behalf, those were wounds that we should have received, but he took up the punishment for our sins upon himself. He gave himself his all on that cross. We are thankful that he is no longer on the cross, no longer in the grave, but he has ascended to thee. He is now seated at thy right hand, and as is promised one day, if I go to re prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Lord, as we await this day, we pray that thou might keep thy people safe in the hollow of thy hand. Thou might continue to encourage our hearts while we're here, guide and direct and protect as thou seest fit. We give thanks and ask continued blessings throughout this day. In thy holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.